the Elbow Lady. This is an urban legend in my town. It was told to me by a group of Cherokee Indians who I used to work with at a haunted house attraction. It goes like this. The sound of her boots echoed through the trees of the surrounding forest as she stomped in the direction of the town that was 12 miles away. With her cell phone raised high in the air, she internally prayed for a signal. Sadly, she was in the middle of nowhere in rural Oklahoma, and it was a complete dead zone. Taking a deep breath, she let it out with a growl as she dropped her phone by her side and continued on her way. She didn't know what she ran over, but whatever it was, it shredded her tire and flattened almost immediately. Luckily, she didn't freak out and was able to bring the vehicle to a stop on the shoulder without too much trouble. She had recently had a flat, and for some reason her jack was not in the car when she went to change the tire. Her father, being the safety-conscious dad he was, made sure she knew how to change a tire and her oil before she set out on her own. You can't rely on others to do the hard stuff all the time, Tammy, he would say. She shook her head and cursed under her breath, knowing he'd be disappointed in her but wishing he was there at the same time. Peering up the road, she saw the faint glimmer of headlights sneaking through the trees from around a corner. Spirits lifting, she quickened the pace as she prepared to flag down the vehicle, its rumbling engine approaching quickly. As the truck roared around the corner, she stepped further into the road to flag them down. She jumped up and down, waving her illuminated phone around wildly, in an attempt to get their attention. The truck barreled towards her, and no matter what she did, it never seemed to slow. It happened so fast. One second she was flailing her arms, the next she knew she was flying. She watched as her phone skidded down the road in pieces before everything went black. She blinked with blurred vision. The distorted sounds of two men arguing in panicked voices and crunching gravel as they paced along the shoulder of the road. She winced, trying to prop her face up, but when she tried to move her arms, she found they didn't respond. Having trouble breathing, the sound of a rattling breath scared her even more. Help. Help me. She croaked. She immediately began to scream as the rush of pain flooded her senses as she attempted to move clenching her teeth. All she could see was red. Why didn't they stop? Why did they do this to me? She saw a man's face come into her field of view from the darkness. His breath reeked of cheap liquor as he slurred to his partner. She's still alive, Roger, he announced as he wobbled back towards his friend. Well, yeah, dead people don't scream, you idiot, Roger shouted. Tammy tried to sit up and shout at the obviously drunk individuals. You will go to jail for this, she croaked out as forcefully as she could. If she made it out alive, she was going to make sure they never saw the outside of a jail cell again. Managing to get up on her elbows, she continued to shout at the men. Begging for them to help, she yelled at them in anger. It was basically all she could do. I'm not going to go to jail for this stupid woman, the agitated Roger hissed between his teeth 
Get in, Jerry, he shouted as he marched around the old beat-up truck. The light beam of their one good headlight flickered as he walked by it. Jerry followed suit while asking what he was doing. Tammy's blood ran cold as she soon realized what this psycho was planning. She began to try to drag herself off the road, but every movement caused extreme anguish, and every inch caused her to howl in pain. Her legs were broken, she was certain of it, not feeling anything below her knees. Looking back at the single beam of illuminating light behind her, she screamed as the engine roared like a rabid animal. It revved up and down for what seemed like forever, but was probably only a few minutes. Occasionally, she heard the men arguing, muffled by the sounds of the motor. She continued dragging herself with her blood-soaked arms towards safety, as she knew she was in serious trouble. As the tires squealed behind her, the last thought that went through her mind was how she would never see her family again. Roger sat in the driver's seat, staring at the struggling woman in the road, blind with hatred. Jerry was yelling something in a drunken panic to his right, but it was all muffled. All Roger could hear was the roar of the engine of his old Chevy and his own ragged breaths. He didn't want to go back to jail. If the cops came, he'd definitely be in trouble, with his lack of license and intoxicated state. In an instant, he snapped and stomped the gas down to the floor. Before the squealing of the tires, all they heard was the woman screaming and cursing, telling them they were going to die in jail. F that, he thought as he rocketed forward, hearing a thump as he hit her. Drunk and in a vengeful panic, he slammed the truck in reverse and backed over her. He then rhythmically ran over her, back and forth, until the only sound that was made was the snapping of bones and, and squishing of flesh. Reversing over her again, he found that the woman's legs were severed below the knee and arms just below the elbow. She looked more like roadkill than a person. He then slammed down the gas one more time and sped off into the night. He had to get rid of the truck and knew how to make the vehicle cease to exist by the time first light had come up. He smiled to himself, knowing that once the truck was dismantled in a scrap pile, he'd be able to forget about all this and move on with his life. In his smug sort of bliss, he didn't seem to notice the figure on all fours bounding beside his truck. As the sun peeked through the forest, it shed light on a most gruesome scene. Cops and marshals littered the roadway. There were many emergency vehicles lining the highway, with their lights doing a dance of their own upon the surroundings. All of them were gathered around what was left of an old Chevy truck. The doors were missing, glass littering the ground like sparkling confetti, and the once white truck was mostly reddish-brown with dried blood. The driver and passenger were mangled beyond recognition. They had to send their dental records for identification so that their families could have some closure. There was one peculiar thing about the scene, though. All around the truck, it looked as if someone had taken sticks and drove them into the ground. There were tiny blood-splattered spots leading from the ditch to where it looked like the vehicle had lost control. It was as if an animal had ran to them 
only no paw prints, no sign of any known creature. Upon toxicology, it was determined that the fatal wreck was caused by drunk driving. Several miles behind the gory wreck, there was a car found with a flat tire on the side of the road. The owner of the car, Tammy Wheeler, was never found. There was a bloody spot on the road a ways from the car, but with it being such a rural area, officials assumed the blood was made by an animal. Strangely though, there were those same bloody spots on the road, which no one could identify. The vehicle was towed and collected by the family, but no one ever heard from Tammy Wheeler again. Not long after the incident, there had been many sightings of a creature roaming the area. The only people to ever see it were partygoers trying to make it home after a night of drinking. Frightened calls would come in to 911, claiming a strange creature had followed them on the side of the road. It would try to run them off the road before the operator would hear the devastating sound of a car crash and the line would go dead. Every single person who called describing this creature would end up in a fatal car crash and every single one of them had been drinking. There have been no survivors. From the bits and pieces that emergency services can get from all the calls, the description of the creature was a pale black-eyed woman with a disfigured bloody face and red matted long hair running beside their vehicle like an animal on four bloody stumps. The department soon dubbed this creature as the Elbow Lady. And let's just say drunk driving in the area dramatically declined. The story has gone around for generations. Do not drive drunk or the Elbow Lady will get you. And no one can escape from her.